Everybody hold on to your butts. What's up? We are living in fiction, fantasy football podcast. Very disappointed yep. about the Super Bowl. Oh, shut up. You said you're a Patriots fan. He is? Yes. I wasn't going for them this time. I'm not rooting for the Cowboys. I'm rooting for the Patriots. I wasn't going for them this time. You know, I was you know going for the Rams. Tell the kind of person that mm-hmm. somebody is, like if they own a cat, say you can tell, like, <laughs> like oh, you're that cat, you're a cat person. Yeah. You could, you could really tell the Patriots and Cowboys person. Is it just me? Patriots and the Yankees. How? I mean, come on. Okay, the Yankees, yes. The Cowboys, yes. The Patriots, not so much anymore. Do you have like a Harlem Globetrotters jersey? I don't have a Garland Harlem Globetrotters jersey. <laughs> anyway, this is a Living in Fiction Fantasy Football Podcast. With me, as always, I got my buddy Dan. Hi. Got my buddy Art. What's up? How's it going, guys? We've been gone for three weeks. It's been nice not seeing your ugly faces. No, it hasn't. Don't lie to you. Don't lie to Don't lie you. Yeah, I missed you. I missed you too, man. I missed you. I, I missed you. Yeah. I miss both of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels nice to be back here, man. Yeah. So uh, just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we've been gone for two weeks, but we're going to talk a little bit to you about the conference championship games. Um, and then we're going to get a Super Bowl. Then we're going to talk hits and misses and maybe even um, talk about uh, a conversation about what team we're going to pick for next year. Oh, yeah. That's so right. um, um, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's talk about the uh, first game. And that's the Patriots at the Chiefs. How do you guys feel about that game? Uh, this kind of <laughs> goes for the entire playoffs. Throughout the entire season, I can't think of another coaching staff that coached up three games any better than the Patriots did during the playoffs. It was perfect. Uh, they had something totally different for yeah. the Chargers, something right. different for the the Chiefs, and then something different for the Rams. The Rams, in terms, especially in terms of their defense, their offense was somewhat predictable. They definitely used Gronk more in the last game. Yeah, but in this game, they did a really good job of getting to Mahomes and mm-hmm. knowing that when he rolls out, as long as there's someone there putting pressure on him, things gonna go off the rails. Right. Um, yeah, they totally took Kelsey away. He didn't have that. Um, and then the thing that really surprised me that was really frustrating is that throughout the entire season, the Chiefs figured out ways of getting Hill the ball, whether it was deep shots, intermediate shots, rushing like jet sweeps. There was like two pass, two or three passes to him. He, they locked up with one of them. And that was it. Yeah. Like he didn't have a good game at all. Right. Um, just the, the whole game plan was really weird. I will say Mahomes played a hell of a game. Yeah. They essentially lost that game because they lost the coin toss. You know, that's really disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Like oh, he didn't see the ball in the, in the, in overtime. Yeah. And and I I feel like okay, you score a touchdown, you should still have the ability to get the ball back. Right. Yeah. And if you score a touchdown then it's like, you know. Yeah. I think it should keep going until someone doesn't score. Right. I, I, or I or, or or there's a time limit. There's a 
you add you instead of making it, I think it's ten minutes. Yeah, you make it fifteen, or or make it eight, and just say yeah. you have you know half as much time as normal. Yeah, to to do this, you know. Yeah, especially when your offense is what got you there. You know, for your offense not to get the ball and, yeah. and try to rebuttal, it's it's terrible. But yeah. it's also, I mean, it's also on the Chiefs. Like, I they definitely played better the last couple weeks of the season, but or that the, when they they played the 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 Colts, right. And they just, I mean, they got exposed to being bad. I mean, everyone knew you you threw. And, I mean, if you think about weeks 1 through 17, in terms of fantasy, we were always saying player players against the Chiefs. And that was the exact same thing that happened against the Patriots. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sony Michelle, James White, I mean, just all over the place. And Edelman. Edelman. I don't know if it's in his contract. Like, no other team's allowed to cover him. <laughs> but like every game wide open in the middle of the yeah. field he just has a way he has a knack of, of exploiting that part of the field it's just and i've seen a lot of discussion now that there might be a shift just purely because of how well he's playing and the fact that now a lot we've talked about it with julio jones aj green antonio brown all these offenses are these coaches are finally getting smart and saying oh yeah we should put our number one receiver in the slot Yep. Because they're facing either slow linebackers or short cornerbacks. Right. So now they're, 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 some folks are predicting there's going to be a shift where you have to get your best man cover corner in the slot. Which they're not used to. Right. So It, it was incredible how open he was. Especially, uh, in, I know we're talking about the conference championship, but in the Super Bowl. Oh. There, I look and I'm like, there's no one on him. He's got seven yards before the next defender. Yeah. I, I, well, we're, we'll get into it, but I, just closing thoughts or my closing thoughts on, on that Chiefs-Patriots game. Uh, we did get to see, however, why Patrick Mahomes was the MVP. Oh, for sure. Because going into the half, they were down and then come back, and he brought that yeah. team back. The, well, the biggest thing for me was I was like, why did they score so fast? Yeah. They yeah, left yeah, yeah. him with over two minutes to Tom Brady, I'm like, why would you do that? Like rule number one, yeah, don't drain leave Brady with time. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Now, granted, the other the, more than anything, you want to score points. So whether you score, you know, regardless of how long it took, I mean, I think any coach would prefer you score the touchdown than maybe go three and out. But still, there was just a lot of time. My honest feeling about that game with the Patriots and even the Super Bowl is that I think the Patriots got crazy, crazy lucky that they were facing two. Young quarterbacks that just missed literally like three throws because the Chiefs left like two touchdowns on the board. Yeah. That wide open shot to Damian Williams. Yes. I mean, and then the rat got don't. I mean, I don't even want to talk about Jared Goff. I really don't want to talk about it. But Mahomes could have won that game. And I think when they look, watch the tape and look back, you, you see it. It's oh, just, ah, yeah. oh, poor kid. You know, especially, he's so young. especially in the first quarter, first and second quarter. Oh, man. They left a lot of points. They left a lot of points on the it field. It was one to Damian Williams. <laughs> and was it one to Tyreek? Or I forget what other touchdown it was that he I missed. think it was uh, Watkins. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all right, though. You know, I mean, I, I think you're bound to feel probably the most nerves you've ever felt going against Tom Brady. And not just that, you have to keep in mind both of those, not, not golf, uh, but Mahomes. This is his first real season, right? Mm-hmm. His first time in the playoffs, he played incredibly well the first game. I mean, not statistically, but overall the whole team played very well Yeah, with a bad defense. Like all they need now is, uh, I think they do need to add another running back to their backfield. In addition to Damian Williams. I don't think Spencer was, uh, Spencer wears on the team next year. Um, I don't remember if they extended Sammy Watkins or if it was just a one-year deal. I think he's he's got another year, but 
All they have to do now is add pieces to their defense, either through free agency or the. No, I don't think it's free. I think they only have like, in terms of what's rolling over. I think I saw they only have like seven hundred fifty k left. They need somebody to stop the run because Sony Michelle just demolished them. The I always keep thinking back if Earl Thomas hadn't gotten hurt oh, and they really had man. talked about doing that trade. That defense would have looked radically different. He is a very good run-stuffing safety. That would have changed the entire landscape of that team. So it was just really disappointing because I was really, really rooting for KC. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, I was too. That 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 game was probably the most disappointing. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's move on to the next conference championship game. <sighs> Buddy. Rams at the Saints. Talk about one of the worst missed calls in NFL history. NFL history. Ever. It was highway Ever. robbery. It was, dude, it was more than I highway get, robbery. I get it. Well, I mean, you, you saw the, the the parade that was going on during the Super Bowl, the yeah. anti-Super yeah. Bowl parade. Yeah. I, mean, my, I get it. My jaw was literally just dropped wide open. I, what, what can you, I couldn't even react to it. <laughs> just like how you are right now. Like, you couldn't even. Uh, it was just, <laughs> I forget, it was Tommy, Tommy, not Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> it's Tommy Lee, I think, or Tommy. Which one? The actor or the drummer? No, the, the, the wide receiver in that game who got hit. Lewis. Tommy Lee Lewis. That's his name. <laughs> so I thought you were talking about Tommy Lee Jones. No, 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 no. I guess they were both actors at one point. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Daniel. The family show. Family show now. Family show. He Sorry. was in a Guys. bunch of music videos. I know what you're That's talking right. about. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm he sure he was talking about Dr. Feelgood. I'm, I'm sure he was on, uh, you know. Entourage at some point or something. Yeah, something like that. Dude, you know uh, what? He was in. He was in the new guy, looking for a Starbucks. New guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. With Tommy, DJ Qualls. Tommy oh DJ Qualls. Yeah. Did I tell you I thought he was a DJ? Yeah, you did. <laughs> wait, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. DJ Qualls. You know who that is? No, no. Did you see? Um, what was he in before? Oh God, that's his big road one. trip. Road, road trip. trip. Skinny guy. Oh, the, the kid. Yeah. Yeah. His, oh yeah. His name is DJ Qualls. But I thought, oh, he's like a DJ who, you know, like the way like The Rock for his first few years was, was The Rock, the the rock. rock. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Scorpion King or whatever the yeah, yeah, shitty yeah. movie he was in. Yeah, yeah. Can but, we say the word boink on here? Or no, is that not? <laughs> we boink. I'm just testing the waters for any. Please we're good, we're say good. boink. Okay, all right, good. Uh, but yeah, I thought his, I thought he was an actual DJ. I didn't realize. Like you, I, uh, some you have people that call you DJ. Huh? I don't know. When you were a kid, maybe? No, I no. never told anyone my middle name was James. I think I was embarrassed by it. I don't know. It I like freak, it. It always freaks me out when people call you Danny. Danny Jim. Well, all my coworkers do because they're all kind of, you know, they're a little older than me, I so they you. call me Danny. That's weird. But we were reading James and the Giant Peach when I was in elementary growing up, so I didn't want anyone to make fun of me, mm. you know. Mm. Gotcha. But didn't matter because they made fun of me anyways. Just I don't know how we got here. No. We took Tommy Lee Tommy Lewis. Lewis. Tommy Tommy Lewis. Lewis. Okay. That's right. That's right. That's okay. right. We took so, a turn there. And this was uh what's his name? Uh Rickle Rickle Nickel Nickel Roby? That's his name. <laughs> Don Rickles. <laughs> so I'm on some serious cough medicine. You guys should know that. It has some, it has some codeine in it. God. Hey. I like to meet a codeine. <laughs> Let me find out this guy. Don name. Okay, we just made reference Nickel to Nickel Roby Coleman. We just made reference to DJ Qualls. Yeah, we went, uh, we went deep. We went Tommy we Lee. Quick, Tommy Lee Jones. That's right. Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. I said Tommy oh, Lee. Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee Jones. 
And then we rounded out with Don James Rickles. And, Don Rickles. and oh, James okay. and the Giant Peach. And James and the Giant Peach. Uh, dude, right. that is one round the bend. We're good. We're good. Okay, so, so Nickel Roby Coleman. <laughs> Nickel Roby. Roby? Robbie? Roby. What's wrong with you? Nickel Roby Robbie Coleman. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is fourth quarter. There is one one thirty left, maybe. Yeah, but coming down the field, they are the, going to score. And the Rams have no touchdown uh, timeouts left. Right. They throw the ball down to Tommy Lee Lewis, and he's wide open. Oh. So Roby Coleman runs, doesn't look for the ball, no. and just smacks the hell out of him, like to the point that he got fined a week later for for hitting a defenseless receiver. No call at all for pass interference, hitting a defenseless receiver. Nothing. Nothing. Not even a not even a challenge flag. Not even a nothing. So they settle for a field goal, and the Rams come back. They go to overtime, and the Rams win it. But but then don't you think they kind of got him back in the Super Bowl because they called that hit on defenseless oh, receiver it, receiver for like this awful. Yeah. It, it was a tackle. It was an NFL tackle. tackle. <laughs> Roby Coleman hit who was it? It was James White. I think it was James White. Somebody like that tackled him, and they threw. It was like within the first five minutes of the game, maybe, yeah. and they called. And it was like it was on third and something. It was like third and five. Yeah, they did not get it, but then they got the fifteen yard penalty, and that was it. God, it was wild. It was a great game. That game was fun. Yeah, that game was. Uh, fun. Both of those games were funner you, than the actual. Were more fun than the Super Bowl. Okay, can, can you tell me? What your thoughts were though when I think it was it was the Saints final the drive before that yeah when they're at like what was it, the five yard line oh yeah and Sean Payton calls two passes yes both incomplete and then uh, did Kamara ever get the ball no, no right no I, dude I all I could think of was like oh my god he's pulling a Pete Carroll like they're at the one yard line yeah G- literally game is theirs yeah and just calling the stupidest plays it was it was crazy there were some. The Patriots were e- easily, and, and it's why they won, the yep. best coaching staff in the yep. playoffs. Yes. The only one that came close in just terms of like one game, I would say would be the Chargers uh, when they faced Baltimore. And they had those seven defensive backs for like 60% of the time on defense. That was fun. But outside of that, there was some real stupid coaching going on in these games. Yeah. They got cute. Sean Payton got way too cute. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, and, and and my feeling on, on that game was it was absolute highway robbery. But the other thing is that team should have been able to win that game in overtime. I think. Oh yeah, that floater that mm-hmm. that yeah. when Breeze got smacked, yeah, and he threw the ball anyway. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, because I I say okay, fine, highway robbery, sure, but. You know the situation. Yeah. You you as an NFL player are trained to say, okay, that happened. Let's move on. Let's win this game. And I got a sense of deflation. I got a sense of just where did they go? Yeah. Right. Like where did like, they go? Oh, like I can't believe. Maybe in their minds they're thinking, man, I, we're in overtime at yeah. home. I I heard this on uh, Dave Damashek. It was um, Matt Money Smith brought it up. The mistake that was made. They knew they were not going to overturn anything. When on a call like that, it doesn't go away unless they call it right away. Right. Yeah. Or they're not going to call it after they did not call it. Right. Yeah. So you say, okay, we got banged in a big spot. 
Let's win this game. Let's go. Let's go back. All and win he it. did the entire time was keep yelling at the ref that that was a Super Bowl call. Uh-huh. That that kind of I mean, that kind of communication. I hate to bring like my background into it, but like that permeates your whole team. Yeah. Now they're yeah. all like now they're all disgruntled. They're all upset. Instead of saying no, let's get this one back. There's there's two totally way two different ways that you could have played that, and I think he just played it the wrong way. I, I think it's good. Obviously, you want to be upset about it, but at a certain point, there's nothing you can do. You have to let it go and try to get your your team's head right. And, right. and, and hearing that, if I'm any kind of leadership at at the executive level of the Saints, that makes me want to have a conversation with him. Well, for sure, like talk to him. And like that can't happen again. That cannot happen again because. Really, dude, there is no reason why we shouldn't be talking about the New Orleans Saints Super Bowl champions because they could have beaten oh, the Patriots. They, for sure. They, for they sure. Yeah. could have and probably would have. Would have. Yep. Because they were more stacked. That Well, because they were still you know, we're ahead. Get to it. Yeah. They were ahead. Yeah, they ahead. scored the, yeah. the, the field goal and they were ahead. Yeah. So you get your defense that has had really good games up until that point uh-huh. and say, look, we got screwed. Let's get this ball back. Yeah. And that's it. That's all you had to do. But you get the ball back. That's you it. You he won. He complained the entire end of the game. Yeah. Until you couldn't they get lost. Him go to, you couldn't get him to go three and out once or twice or four and out? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know what's so funny is could you have even imagined at the beginning of the season being upset that the Rams were winning these games later on in the postseason? Like if somebody told you, hey, as as high as you guys are on the Rams, you're going to be super upset that they get all the way to the Super Bowl. Oh, I know, it was so disappointing. Because it, as much as I love the Rams, I just thought the Saints deserved it. I, re- I really, really yeah. did. I wanted to see the Saints go. I wanted I wanted the Rams to go, but I had a feeling the Saints were going to win it, and yeah. they should have. Oh, yes. I just bummed. Yeah, it's it's really uh, disappointing. It's disappointing. And they still haven't. Has the NFL released anything about they've, that? They've released a few statements, but nothing that's going to change anything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, think I think when they have their next coaches' meeting and they submit for new rules, there I think there's a stronger chance that they're going to start allowing more things to be reviewable. Yeah, because that was absolute. You should be able to throw a challenge flag for that. Yeah, absolutely, because that for was sure. straight up highway robbery. Yeah. And what that ref was thinking, or not thinking or what he saw. Yeah. Uh, but come on, there's two guys that are looking at that play. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. I was just crazy hesitant to throw that flag and because that that's the game. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's that's the game right there. Yeah. He was wasn't wrong. Like that. That was he was that, absolutely. Yeah, he had every right to be call. upset. Yeah. But you got to get your your team back into the game. Yeah. 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 Because you had you still had okay. So they go they tie. You still have another quarter to play. And did they win the, the toss? They won the toss, didn't they? Yeah. Go down the field and score a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, granted, it was, it was easily a, a, a play that could have won them the game, but it's not the only reason why they lost. No. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. And they left some points on the field, too. Yeah. But they definitely left deflated. Yeah. Speaking of deflated, let's go to the Super Bowl. Let's talk about those pages. <laughs> let's <laughs> talk about Super Bowl. <laughs> 52, uh, 53, 53, right? Yeah, 53. The Super Bowl. Everything about it was kind of terrible. Well, let's talk about, like, leading up to it. What, what did you guys think of, like, just the hoopla and the Super Bowl week and the everyone talking and all that stuff? I thought it was fine. Yeah. There's nothing that really... 
stuck know, out to you? I know you? Uh, that Roby Coleman came out and said that he thought that Brady had lost a step, which I thought was stupid to say before the game. Come on, man. Why, why would you want to face um, angry but Brady? To be honest, though, aside from that last where he hit Gronk deep, where they scored, the, actually finally scored the touchdown, mm-hmm. he did not play very well. I mean, he started the game. His first pass was an interception. He fumbled the ball. Yep. He did not play very well. They 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 don't really ask much of him anymore. No. You know, it's all running backs, and then it's, well, you want to call him Dinkum Dunks to Edelman, but he's just so wide open. It doesn't, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. But they're still not deep shots. I mean, he I don't, did he throw down the field once? To that one, that the Dick Gronk. Yeah. That's right. So my takeaways are Julian Edelman. Anyone that had Julian Edelman in in, in fantasy won some monies. Yeah, he had to be your captain for sure. Because good night, he was wide. Ten for one forty. Open. Ten for one forty. Yeah. Gentlemen, he was wide open. There was one play that I saw. I think it was yesterday or day before on Monday, uh, on Sports Center, and you could see. A uh, couple of corners, like he would catch the ball and he'd go down, and a couple of corners going, you know, <laughs> putting their hands in the air, like right. Shh, we missed this call again. Did they ever start doubling him? No, no. That's, he, a, that's what I was saying when I joked around. I said it's, it's a it's a bold strategy for Wade Phillips to decide not to cover Edelman at all. The, I get they were trying to keep away Gronk, but at a certain point, like shift and get to leave on Edelman and just double Gronk with the safety and another cornerback. The crazy thing about that game is that it was always so close. It was so close. Uh, the defenses, they did play awesome. Oh. And and the Rams, they held them. I think it, one of my biggest winners leaving that game is the Dolphins. They should be they should be feeling fantastic yeah. getting Brian Flores as their head coach. He coached up. He probably was one of the, the, the coaches that coached up one of the best units in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, could you imagine somebody telling you, hey, Patriots are going to score 13 points in the Super Bowl. Are they going to win or lose? You'd be like, oh, they're, they're losing they're for done. sure. Against yeah. the Rams? Yeah. Lose. But Easy. To hold the Rams that were scoring, what, they scored 50 points against the Chiefs? Gosh. To hold them to three points? Okay, guys. Oh, Goff. Uh, it was, I'm Goff, sorry, man. Goff, I, it's hard I feel for bad. me to, to just blame Goff. I know. I, but and he he's played. Young. So there was a couple, uh, couple things here that's frustrating. It, it's, on, it's as much on Goff as it is on the coaching. Yeah, he his his benefit and his hindrance are both McVay, because they ha- he's taking advantage. We all knew that whole thing about he talks to him up until the fifteen second cutoff, so he's able to coach McVay is able to look at the defensive scheme and make a play based on that scheme, which is awesome. Which has got him to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The problem is what Brian Flores decided to do is he would have them line up a particular way when the fifteen second cutoff. He'd line them up the other way because he knew that. Right. So then Goff is not the type to like, well, let me check out into a different play. He would just stick with the play that was that was there. So you're holding your quarterback back if you're making the calls. Right? Genius. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yes. other thing in terms of coaching, did you see Warren Sharp's analysis of this whole thing? No. Apparently the, the Patriots are phenomenal, their defense against 11 personnel. Oh. And the Rams ran that the entire, almost the entire game. Oh, yeah. They are not as good, the Patriots, against 12 personnel where you have two tight ends, which is what I had said, that if they were smart, they would utilize their tight ends in this game. Right. On the th- I think the three successful plays that they ran where they used 12 personnel, one was the wide-open Cooks where Goff missed him. One was a 17-yard reception, and the other one was a 9-yard reception. 
Goff had just time to throw, and they only did that on like 13% of their plays. He just stuck with what he thought was going to work, McVay. Yeah. And it didn't work. It didn't work. And that's... That's, that's his fault. That's, that's and, yeah. and, you know, the thing I love about McVay, the first thing what happened, he's like, I just got outcoached. Like, yeah, yeah. he did. He, he, he came out and up. said it. Yeah. Yeah. Owned it. Yeah. You, you can't even feel bad, though. I mean, against Belichick? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what, young man? Yeah. It's going to happen. You got schooled. You got taken to school. Yeah. And it was and only on offense. And yeah. a lot of it was because, again, he was just too stubborn and didn't shift. Well, here's another question for you guys. Todd Gurley was hurt, right? He had to have been hurt. He had to have been hurt, right? It's, I don't care what he says. Yeah. The dude was hurt. Yeah. Otherwise, they paid this guy $45 million to just sit back and hang behind C.J. Yeah, Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. And, and, and the Patriots did figure out how to contain C.J. Anderson. And the other thing, too, though. Although one of them was like a pretty willy-nilly holding call yeah, right at the end there where yeah. they could have tied up the game. Yeah. That was really crappy, too. When when oh, C.J. Anderson oh. ran for like 15 yards and got into their territory. Right. And then there was a holding call. A holding call. But um, that was the other thing, too. They never got them in space. Gurley or Anderson, who had done really well in the last couple of games. like Right. There was like no – I think they, they threw it to Gurley twice in the third or fourth quarter. Well, I, I – it looked to me like he couldn't catch that ball. It's, he couldn't. He was, dude. He wasn't running on full. What's weird is that I think after the second half, they did some of the uh, some of those like weird stats or next gen stats or whatever, and he was mm-hmm. like the fastest player on the field at one point. He had ran for like nineteen miles an hour. Yeah, uh, Brian Baldinger was doing one of his uh, Baldy breakdowns on him, and you could see he's like cutting and he's moving. I don't know. So I I read on Twitter somebody said that CJ Anderson has a higher he had like a higher um, scoring I don't know stat when he was pass protecting. Yeah, he was a better pass protector. Yeah, and I think I, that's I get it. But that come on, you weren't pass protecting him at the beginning of the season, yeah. and Goff was doing fine. Gurley was amazing. In fact, I think because Gurley was so good, that was the pass protection yeah. because you had to account for Gurley. It was just it was a. I, it was two examples of really bad coaching on offense, fantastic coaching on both defenses, mm-hmm. um, and great coaching on the. And it wasn't even that good of coaching on the off- on the on the Patriots offense because like it was Edelman. Yeah, Julian they weren't, they weren't running the ball open. that effectively. No, no. Well, uh, look, I'll they tell wore you. they wore the defense down because by the fourth quarter, then Michelle was able to run. <laughs> it was actually yeah. it was actually kind of funny because at a certain point. You know, because my brother-in-law, Jason, he was just like, we both just can't stand the Patriots. And he looks at me, I think it was like third quarter, and he goes, dude, they just got to take him out, right? Like, like just take him out. <laughs> just hit him hard or something. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because you think that, like, you take Edelman out of the game, and now it's a game. Like, yeah. who yeah. wins? Yeah. Poor guy, though. I mean, obviously, you uh, never want to see anyone get hurt. But, I mean, but that's all they had to do. <laughs> just go in there and do it. Hey. Just give him a little, just give just a little Greg, tappy. Greg Williams' ass. God. God. Dang. Hey, so I will say this. One thing I did notice, uh, uh, just sitting there watching the game, I, I turn and I look at my uh, mother-in-law because she was asking, like, what's going on here? And I said, look, I think the Patriots are going to win because they're getting more successful. Even though they weren't scoring, even though they were coming up short or whatever, you could see, oh, it's just a matter of the defense is breaking down. Once the defense yep. are breaking down, you're going to score. And yeah. what happened? Yeah. Long pass to Gronk. Run by uh, uh, was it Sony Michelle that scored the touchdown? Yeah, it was Michelle, of course. And then another field goal, and dude, was that was it. You know, I mean, I just am very disappointed with the Rams. Uh, 
it just it was an overall disappointing situation oh, yeah. from start to finish. So because I saw that new Spider-Man movie, I've been thinking a lot about alternate universes. <laughs> and I, I think in this universe, they, they lost, obviously. But in another one, Rams win that game 17-13 because Goff, that touchdown pass that he threw way too late to Cooks. Right. What? Uh, when you go back and watch, he puts his hand up. Oh. And if he threw it at that moment, easy walking easy. touchdown. Yeah. And then he missed, I don't know if you saw that playback, but he missed the Josh Reynolds one where yeah. he was wide open. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it's just, it's super upsetting. And like, I mean, For McCourty to catch up to him too, though, man, that oh, was, yeah, that was crazy. Was I would love to see how fast he was running. Had to have been like 20 miles an hour, God right? God bless it. So, okay. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit. It wouldn't be a fantasy football podcast if I didn't talk about the halftime show. Oh, God. <laughs> At that one point, it was just. Yeah. Did you see the internet though? Was like blowing up about SpongeBob and they, how they only really included him for one thing, and yeah, then they were like, it was like, this should have been a full this thing." This yeah. whole thing. What the hell are you guys doing? So was it always supposed to be a thing? I, I didn't no. understand the SpongeBob thing. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't care, huh? I'm not involved with that. I don't know. You don't know what happened? Actually, no. I get. I saw, but I'm just like the whole thing of why it was supposed to be SpongeBob. I have no idea. I kind of have a surprise for you guys. I was waiting for the podcast to show you. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. You know his California tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I was like, what? It's going <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, man, you should have seen his face. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? His tattoos look like he was in jail. Yeah. Like, they are all over. None of them make any sense. He was like, you know what? He went on a bender one week, and I was like, you know what? Let's get all the pieces. Yeah, because I'm gonna be in the Super Bowl and I'm gonna take my shirt off. You know what? He was like a like if he was a drunk frat boy, walked into a tattoo shop, grabbed the book, and just said, "Give me one from every page." Yeah, yeah, no one color. from every page, wherever you want. No regrets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I, I had to look really hard to see if there was tattoos because all I saw was muscle. If, if I'm being that dude, he must be because I saw him before. He was skinny. So- during, I don't know if he's doing P90X he is, or what the hell's is, going on. He man. is lifting so, some things. So during 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 the halftime show, Art and I are texting back and forth. And I told Art, dude, is he going to strip? I think he's going to strip. And Art and I are like, and why the hell isn't Dan talking? <laughs> what did you say? I'm, I can't say that on, on the podcast. I was like drooling. Like, <laughs> I, I love Maroon 5. I always loved Maroon 5. I, I mean, I we go way back. How dare you? Just That's weird, huh? No, no. I, I have this weird pop thing. You guys know I, I like pop. I think there's only been one song of theirs that I liked. Yeah. I like that Big Jagger song. Mm, it's okay. Moves like Jagger. I like that song. I wanted Christina Aguilera to come out. But hey, Roxanne and I were talking about this. Why, why is it okay for him to be showing all these nips? That's what I'm saying. It seems a little unfair, doesn't it? For sure. To me, it does. Because if you all remember this little Super Bowl controversy. Was there ever. <laughs> Over some slippage. Yeah. And well, then, I don't think it I slipped. Just, I, mean, <laughs> I think it was a it was ex- planned moment. It was exposed, <laughs> sir. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I, yeah, I, ser- I seriously sat there and was getting more and more uncomfortable as he was taking more and more clothes off. That was his show. Yeah. But it, like, he planned it, like, in this Like, song, it was not Maroon 5. Taking- it was Adam Levine and his friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his big surprise was taking off his shirt. Yeah. I think you'd realize, this show sucks. I need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> After this love has taken it to that, That's the only And at that point, he was just like, uh, you that's know what? That's the only song I like. Yeah, that's good. Do you like that song? That's the only song I like. Yeah. 
After, yeah, like at the end of it, it was like, oh, I got to spice this up. Yep, got to do something. There goes the jacket. Big Bo was the pretty shirt. cool. There goes the oh, other shirt. Was. Big I, Bo was I really thought they were going to collaborate on something. I thought that was the one thing I was disappointed. I thought he would get all two, all three of them to do, do something, something together. Yeah. I was really hoping for that there was like a, a surprise thing and they brought out like Outcast. Like, That's uh, what I was waiting for, right? I yeah, was waiting dude, for Andre 3000. That would have been, yeah. that that been, been up awesome. for everything. Yeah. And Drake to come out for the other song. For what? The the other one that what's his name Travis Scott did, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. is that even Drake on that yeah, side? No. I don't know. Yeah, it's from maybe. Canada. Okay, yeah, that's true. Who cares about that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> any final thoughts on Super Bowl Super Bore? Um, it wasn't that boring. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I know it was a low scoring game, but at any moment, I was like, this game could blow up. Yeah, yeah, I, I did feel that way. Like I, I never got overly bored. Man, how about this over under? Rams get a Super Bowl, their first Super Bowl within three years. Under? They have to. I have a feeling they miss a shot. No way. Yeah. I think this one game sets a bunch of stuff in motion. I don't think, I think the coaching staff has to under, have to have to take a good hard look and think if they think that Jared Goff could be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Oh, of course. Yeah, you really got to take a look at Because it wasn't Goff. just this game. He had three bad games. They won the yeah, last two because of how well they were running the ball with Anderson. Oh, yeah. He had 150 yards in, against the Cowboys um, and against the the Saints. It sucks to say, but I don't, I don't know if Goff is, Goff is your guy, your forever had, guy. No, I don't want to like throw dirt on the guy because yeah. there were some games this season where I was like, oh, this guy's legit. Yeah. Going for 350 yards. He looked really good. But in a game on that scale, there has to be conversations going on about whether they need to draft somebody else, pull pull like a, a Chiefs and say, hey, we saw this guy's ceiling and it's not enough. Cause it it was bad coaching, but there were he took some sacks that were completely unnecessary. Oh. And one sack that if they didn't have Greg the leg who could, who could boom a fifty three yard field goal, yeah, they would have they would have we wouldn't have scored any points in that game. Okay, so I have to ask a hypothetical though. Do you have to? Yes, I do. Okay, I have to ask <laughs> a hypothetical. Having had this conversation about the Rams, if Jared Goff had Cooper Cup the whole year through the playoffs, does it make a difference? Oh yeah, he he so. yeah, I think he definitely made a huge. Mm-hmm. That was like a safety net. He was. The, his Edelman. Yeah. yeah. Do you see the, the Rams winning the Super Bowl? Yeah. I do, too. Because he didn't trust Josh. Josh Reynolds was the best player on the Rams, and he didn't trust him enough to keep throwing the ball at him. But because, I think if that was Cup, it would have been different. Because during this game, more than anything else, the, the thing that I'm most impressed by is both defenses, but specifically, specifically the Rams defense Yeah, and, and Aaron Donald. I was very no, impressed. He with didn't how do. He didn't. His stats weren't great, but he was involved. He in was almost involved. Every play. Yeah, and and Dominican Sue who won't, some, who won't be back. Damage. Yeah, who won't be back? But does they're, damage. Another, they're another team that do not don't don't have very much cap space. And yeah. Sue was a one year deal. One year deal. Gosh darn. And I think Talib and, and Peters are up as well. Jeez. Well, Peters was actually ranked really low in PFF, right? Yeah. He, he wasn't he was, doing that great as corner. Playing a really good season. But yeah, they got a lot of figuring there out to do. There are some things to figure out. They yeah. missed their window. You think they did? I have a feeling. And what you just think of what other teams in that division are doing. Yeah. You know, I think the the Cardinals are a team that hopefully are on their way back up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the whole NFC South, Atlanta, who should bounce back once everybody gets healthy. Panthers are always in it. Um, Tampa Bay, who... Oh, yeah. With now the coaching staff that they have, I think they're in a good spot. The Saints are going to be back there. Arians has just a stacked team. Yeah, he does. Even, you know, even in their own division, like, you know, I already talked about the Cardinals, but you think about 49ers now with Garoppolo, now that we've seen what Nick Mullins can do with Kittle. Yeah. They get Jarek McKinnon back, plus they potentially draft somebody. Yeah. And then Seattle, who, you know, made a run. Yeah, at the end there. All they have to do is nobody. All right. No, but they also have to, like, once they... Once they replenish I'm gonna hold it over your head all season. You saw Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, Chris yeah. Carson, all those yeah. players are coming back. Uh-huh. I just there's a there's a chance they miss their window. And if you, it's less for me, I'm gonna be honest, this is about golf. I don't know if he can do it. Hmm. Interesting. In my mind, I think the ideal one would have been a Chiefs Saints Super Bowl. Right. You know what I hate is that if they, I mean, all if they won that game, we'd be talking about McVeigh being just. I mean, he is going to be the next great, but all we'd be talking about is McVeigh, the genius of Sean McVeigh. Yeah, it's not about the team. That's the thing, yeah. though, right? Yeah. yeah. At least when you th- when you think about like Belichick, yeah, it's Belichick, but it's because he's had Brady. Yeah. Yeah. And you're linking up with Brady. I, and and so that that leads me to my next question. Your closing thoughts, moving about the Patriots, is is Tom Tom Brady the greatest? Uh, I, mean, I know I it's hard for you guys to say because you no, don't not, like him. I, no, no, I don't like him, but he's definitely like statistically and yeah. by any measure, he's definitely the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't think he's the most athletically gifted. Like, if you're telling me who do I want, just in general, if you like, I think Dave Damashek does this. The fate of the world is on your shoulders, and you pick a guy. It'd be Aaron Rodgers Aaron for Rodgers. me. Him or Mahomes? Now, yeah. I think Mahomes Ooh. might have leapfrogged. Um, yeah, Rodgers. Huh? Aaron Rodgers, at least for now. He's younger. He's he's making the same athletic moves that Rodgers is making, mm-hmm. um, and there's some there are obviously some things that that Mahomes can do and Rodgers can do that Brady can't. Uh-huh. But if you're also telling me it's like a two minute drill, I want Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he's got six rings now, dude. I mean, come so on. I, and that leads me to the next question. Yeah, we had I saw conversations all day on Monday. Of are you putting him in the same conversation with Michael Jordan, or are you putting him? In, Above Michael Jordan as one of the greatest athletes of all time, a great that we'll talk. I don't see like a benefit of like comparing two different sports like that, but yeah. he's definitely one of the greatest players in NFL history, if not the greatest. Yeah, like I, I'm going to be super glad when you know Julian's way older and he doesn't really remember watching Tom Brady and Thank saying God. like, yeah, yeah, so like, That'd yeah, nice. man, I remember. I, I mean, he, gosh darn it, you hated him, like, yeah, because he was that good. You and there's certain moments like when. The game was almost over, and they're marching down the field. I'm like, yeah, they're going to do this. They're he's going to march down. It's that yeah. time. It's and the fourth quarter. And... Do you see anybody more calm under pressure? No. Like I, he's Mister February, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's okay. but it's true. He is. You know how you do that in baseball, Mister November. Although it's not as good because they yeah. only put the Super Bowl in February like three years ago. Yeah, I know, but still, no, it's been longer than that. Yeah. I thought you were going to, okay, I was laughing because I thought you were going to say Mr. Midnight. I just, Mr. Midnight? No, yeah. I'm calling him Mr. Midnight. Right. But, I, you know, for me as a sports fan altogether, you know, I put him up there with, with the greats, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. I don't remember half of those guys. 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Who are those fools? I'm just kidding. You guys are children. Sorry. No, but you're right. You're right. I, I, well, yeah. Easily second or third ballot Hall of Famer for sure. <laughs> you guys are stupid, both of you morons. Do you think he retires? No, no. no. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's a he's he's coming back next year. Yeah, I'm very curious. I, I would love one. It would be nice if they all just freaking retired. But mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a small part of Belichick that's like, let Brady retire, and I want him to do one year to show people that it wasn't just Brady. Because I know we kind of did that with what's his name, Matt, Matt something. Yeah, the one that played for the Chiefs for a little bit. He now he's a backup for the Titans. What the hell was his name? Oh, uh, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, me, dude. I don't even know who anyway, you're talking about. Uh, they did it one year when when Brady uh, tore his ACL. Oh yeah. What the hell is his? Lynn name? or Barkley? No. Castle. Matt Castle. And I remember everybody talking about Matt Castle. Because then he, that's the, the Chiefs yeah. traded for him, and he was their quarterback for a while. In yeah. fact, when I started playing fantasy football, that's who the quarterback was Yeah, for the Chiefs. Um, so he's done it once before because he got him to the playoffs. And I know when Brady was suspended for those four games, Garoppolo won him three games. But I would like to see him with someone else. Like Brady moves on. They draft. Uh, if they're smart, they draft someone this year who they think could be groomed in one year because as much as Brady wants to play for four more years – he won the Super Bowl, but like we talked about, he, he didn't play very well this no. last game. No. And he was sporadic throughout the whole season. Um, so it'd be smart for them to have a contingency in place already. Because you draft someone now in the first or second round, at the very least you get him for three or four years. He'll be 42 in the middle of the season next year. Yeah. Speaking of draft, how about one year ago, us going cross-eyed at them getting Sonny Michelle and not Lamar Jackson and thinking, what the heck are they thinking? And, and then not, and then he's the kid. Yeah. It took a while. It took a while, but midway through the season, you didn't oh want anybody else. Yeah. W- without Sonny Michelle, do they win? No. No, dude. It that was that was genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they foresaw this young kid needing this young kid at the end of the season. To I was just oh, because one of my students actually, I can't. I don't think I can share this. I'll be fire lady. I forgot what the hell. It's not HIPAA. HIPAA. No, it's not HIPAA. It's uh, Verpa. Verpa. But one of my students uh, came up to me today. And asked me what my thoughts were because uh, on the on the Super Bowl because he knows I love football, um, and one of the things I said I think the, more than any other team I think Pete Carroll is probably next best. The Patriots are fantastic for drafting players, not for like you are going to be our only running back or you're going to be our only you know outside linebacker. It's like no, I have a very specific role that I need you to fill, and whenever we're in this situation and we need that, we're drafting you because you're really good at these. This you have these very specific set of skills we're going to use in these specific moments. Yeah. Well, you know who was real effective for for this team here at the end was Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Well, at least especially in this game. Yeah. Any other thoughts about the Super Bowl? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We have like 175 mm-hmm. game, game days before the next uh, Super Bowl. Fifty three. It, was, it was just the most anticlimactic way for this season. Yeah, I was to just going to say. You yeah. know, uh, I was telling uh, I forgot who I was talking to, but. I think for me, the pinnacle of the season, I, my Super Bowl, the thing I'm going to always remember this season for was that Rams-Chiefs game that we watched together. God yeah, God, that, that was, was Thanksgiving that was game. Just my yeah. favorite game of the whole white, the whole year. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, ever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to talk about that game forever. Ever. Ever. Yeah, wow. so when I think about that, 
looking back at the season makes me happy. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. You know what I'm going to think about looking at the end of the season? How the, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Seahawks <laughs> in the playoffs. Kind of, I thought it was going to be super sincere. Uh-huh. Look, they were one and one this season, okay? They both won one, so I don't want to talk about it. But who won? And who <clears> lost? <throat> okay, I'm done with that. Who, anyway, who, which team has a better outlook for next season? Oh, I think the Cowboys do, man. Okay. I think I read of Scott Linehan. Yeah, because he's a problem now. He, yeah. Jason Garrett. Not Jason Garrett. Yeah, I know. Oh, I love how they were good at, like, they extended him, and then all of a sudden he's the coach for the, uh, yeah. the, the All-Stars game. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah. oh, wait, never mind. No, he, he's on the hot seat. Uh-huh, for sure. Yeah. Who told you we were extending him? They got that young kid now running their offense, too. Kellen Moore. Yeah. Yeah. So was he the quarterback, and now he's... He was a quarterback, then he was no. a quarterback coach, and now he's the offensive coordinator. He's also uh, OC. But they love him. Yeah. I know my Uncle Ralph, who's really big into college football. When he yeah. entered the league, he's like, watch out for this kid, Kellen Moore. But he was too short. He was like uh, he was like Russell Wilson, just not as athletically gifted. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm that so, size. Yeah, so he never had a real chance. No, never. And so, yeah. All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, and uh, we'll be right back, and we're going to talk about hits and misses. And regrets. And regrets. Regrets. Hey, guys. We just wanted to take a little bit of time uh, to tell you real quick about uh, some of our friends that we want you guys to go check out. And our friends, uh, Kevin and Travis, and their new pod, Lunar's Cut. And what these guys do is they talk about all of their favorite movies. They get really deep into the favorite movies. And they, they, they are very knowledgeable about uh, specifically sci-fi, um, comic books, and, and they really, really love what they're doing. And they just started their podcast, and we wanted to point you in the right direction. And our very own Dan Contreras of Crowdentown Creative um, went ahead and uh, created their uh, intro theme uh, to the podcast. So you should check it out. And in case you were wondering or wanted to know how to find it, uh, just go to iTunes and look for Lunar's Cut. And you should be able to, to download their introductory episodes. And also, in case you didn't know, go to crowdintowncreative.com and you can kind of check out what we do there, too. Uh, we just put up a new website. So anyway, that's Lunar's Cut, and it's on iTunes. Be sure to check it out and rate it. And that's about it. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Living in Fiction Fantasy Football Podcast. And we're going to talk about some hits and misses. So and some regrets. You keep forgetting about some, the regrets. I keep forgetting about the regrets. So regrets. We, we, what do we want to talk about first? We want to talk about hits, misses, regrets. What do we want to talk about first? Oh, I think we can talk about hits. Yeah, we'll let's do, talk we'll about every some position. hits. Uh, and like I told Dan, these are both hits in terms of we were right about a player being good and or right about a player who was going to be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. QBs. Anyone want to start off? QBs. Mm. Oh, sorry. I I, I kind of reached for this guy a little bit, and I had him everywhere that I could. Was Mr. Cam Newton? Oh, that was good. I that felt good I call. felt like he was kind of underrated. You know, everyone's going for Rodgers, or they're they're really waiting this year at QB. And I think around the fourth round, if he was there, I I really kind of had a feeling. You know, it was going to be Cam in a crazy good offense. Yeah. With uh, with what was uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I just thought that they were going to go off this year and. Uh, it worked out for most of the most of the year until yeah. he got until he got hurt. I give myself half credit here because I know exiting last season and for the major, majority of the time before this season, I was real high on Patrick Mahomes, 
And then I let a lot of the practice support to get to me a little bit. Yeah. So I didn't prioritize him. Yeah. But in the leagues where I won big, it's because I waited and purposefully drafted him. Oh, yeah. uh, and the only other player, and I don't think I actually had him anywhere, but I was high on him. Um, he just went earlier than I would have drafted him was Drew Brees. I figured I, I knew that last season was statistically a down year for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't throw as many touchdowns. He was due for some positive regression or some progression, if I, you will. And I'm right there with you with Pat Mahomes. Uh, I think I picked him up. I think it was like the sixth round. He was still there. And, he and might, it might have even been even later. Later, yeah. yeah. I think I think it he was. might have hit almost double digit rounds because he was he was definitely my second pick at, at quarterback, and my first pick was I think it was Drew Brees. Yeah, my first yeah. pick was Drew Brees, and then the first two games came and went, and it was like, why am I starting this guy? Like yeah. I put Pat Mahomes out there, and he was a big hit because yeah. other than the other than the um, the 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 bye week, he was my starter. Yeah. And I mean, he yeah. got me to the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I should take credit for this totally, but I knew I wanted to wait a QB this year. So I would yeah. say one of my hits was not getting Rodgers and Brady. And I think it really worked out. Oh, yeah. I don't think you saw any teams in the playoffs with Rodgers or Brady. No. In them. It was rough for anyone that tried to get a quarterback early. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to be real tempted to get Mahomes again next year. Oh, dude. Early, too. I yeah, mean, like third round, man. No, no, no. There's a good chance this dude's going top of the second. Wow. Depending on how deep your, your league is. And like, yeah. I know in, in my big money league, QB passes are, are six points for a touchdown, not four. So he, the, he won me my league. So let's say you get Saquon first round next year. And I don't you, want his old crusty ass. You don't want Saquon first I'm just kidding. <laughs> The they're, offensive they're bringing, rookie of the year? They're bringing back Eli Manning. You realize this, right? Oh, my God. Deacon Doug. Oh, Saquon. Uh-uh. Okay, let's let's say you get who who would you want? I don't know. For Zeke, you say you get Zeke last next year. We should have done like a real quick like if you had to rank them right now, what Zeke first? Yeah. Yeah. I might go Zeke. Zeke. Gordon. McCaffrey. Gurley, despite what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bell, wherever the hell he lands. Gosh, I still feel like Saquon is like five or six. No, you know what? Yeah, I probably go Saquon before Bell just because I don't know what I'm getting with Bell. Uh huh. So he what fifth? There's no way. If I want to get Mahomes late, I'm going to be grabbing like a wide receiver right before him. I'd essentially be going zero RB. That's crazy. At this point, yeah. Now that's crazy. I know. Because when he made that much of a difference in some of my matchups, dude. But this is the exact same thing that happened. With Michael Vick a few years ago, where he went nuts, and yeah, the next year everybody then, wanted him, and then not he was fine. He was like the fifth best quarterback, but it wasn't like the number one like he did the year before. Because you know who I was high on this year. I, I mean, and granted, it was it was two different quarterbacks, but I was crazy high on Jameis Winston, or, or just the Tampa Bay quarterback. That's you're right. That's the other thing I keep thinking about. My I feelings about Jameis Winston aside, that offense now with Todd Munkin and Bruce oh, Arians. Oh, who? Now he might be, be. Yeah, he yeah. might be the. Let's wait on a quarterback and just get Winston, because the Tampa Bay quarterback combined to be for up until like week fourteen, like the number two or number yeah. one quarterback. Dude, yes. Yeah, I like it. All right, all right. Uh, let's go to running backs. I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. I got four of them. Melvin Gordon. That was. I mean, I called that a long yeah. time ago. Uh huh. Uh, to recode, I'm going to give myself like half credit. 
again because oh, okay. I remember I drafted him. After two weeks, I dropped him. He did a de- had a decent game, and I picked him up again, and he definitely got me through a few weeks. And then the two players I hit on by saying I would not touch them, one was LeSean McCoy. The one I'm most proud of is Le'Veon Bell. I remember y'all asking me in week two mm-hmm. out what of the top three, and I yeah. said, I'm not touching Bell. I, have, I don't think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. And you were right. Yeah, you were. That get, was probably my best call of the entire yeah, yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. Do, do we good. call that the best call of the season? Can we say that comfortably? He had yeah. it. Yeah. He had it. I know. Yeah. He was best call very of the season. confident on I, it. I think we should make a best call of the season award. I, I hereby... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hereby propose a call of the season award. Do I have any seconds? Second for sure. Yes. And uh, I hereby... Um, uh, nominate Arthur's call on Le'Veon Bell. Do I have any seconds? Yeah. Second? Eyes. The <laughs> eyes have it. The eyes have it. Suck on that, Mr. Overman. My fourth grade teacher said I wouldn't amount to anything. <laughs> Arthur wins the uh, Living in Fiction Fantasy Football Podcast uh, call of the year. Nice. Good job, man. Good job, yeah. proud of you. Yeah. yeah. Every yep. year we're going to do it. All we right. need like Dundies, like our version of Dundies. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Do you guys have any RBs? Uh, I- you want to go? Yeah, no, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so my hit, my hit was David Johnson, even though early on he was uh, he was hurt or something. Something was going on with him, and then they just weren't using. Remember, yeah, they finally got rid of the OC. Yeah, yeah, they got rid of the OC, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. You had to be very patient with him, but right. yeah, yeah, he eventually paid off. D- David Johnson paid off, and I think next year, if he's still there, he should oh, still yeah, be there, right? Yeah. N- next year, he might have a better chance of oh, being more sure. productive. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I don't really have a whole, because I, I didn't, uh, I think during the beginning go, of a season, you were asking us who, yeah, we liked, yeah, yeah. So. Because I really didn't know what to do at running back. Um, I just, yeah, I just went David Johnson early and then I forget what I did now. Cause it was so long ago, but, um, he, he was definitely a hit for me. Right. Yeah. Thing I, I was most excited just because of what Kareem Hunt did last the year previous. I was so excited for Saquon. Yeah. I wanted to get him everywhere, but I never fell in the right spot in drafts. I was I got him once too early. Yeah, yeah, I was either too early or too late, and I never got him. I, I got him in one, uh, in one lineup, and I went all the way to the championship game with that one. And as far as the guys I avoided, I, I just avoided the guys with the those soft tissue injuries. I avoided Delvin Cook and Leonard Fournette. I, I had them Those nowhere. Are good calls. I, I was too way too scared of their injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think so did I. Oh yeah, nowhere, um, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they were going high. Oh wait, like did you win? Round? Did you finally win anything this year? <laughs> uh kind of. Yeah, I did win. I won one. Nice, man. Yeah, dude. I don't I mean out of six. That's good. But they I I wrote that song for you at the beginning. I know. It worked. You finally won one. I won one. Yeah. Nice. It was an eight-teamer, though. It doesn't. It's fine. It's It's fine. It's fine. It counts. Okay. All right. I won. Yay. Uh, Thank the Lord. (laughs) All right. Wide receivers. Uh, This was a little... I got two for sure, but it's hard to say like I was... It's hard to miss on these guys, but I know I was higher on them than other people. Uh, They were DeAndre Hopkins and, and Michael Thomas. That, and Thomas oh, was yeah. more along with my Drew Brees call. Um, but Hopkins always went before I could get him because I was waiting because I was kind of going by average drafter position. 
Um, and someone always would grab them right before I could. But I was really big on those guys. And I will say for, again, half credit because it was – I think, you know, there's there's some players that are consistent and that's why they're drafted in the first or second round. And there are some players who just get you through a few weeks and you hit on them. So I will say that my um, – the two that are like that are Diggs and Galladay. First oh, yeah. half of the season, those guys killed it for me. Absolutely. And then the last half of the season, they just kind of fell off. That's right. Uh, a hit for me that really wasn't good at the beginning of the season, but towards the middle and the end of the season, uh, he was phenomenal. It was T.Y. Hilton. Oh, yeah. I also think, I also wonder how that, getting away from fantasy, but how different that Chiefs-Colts playoff right. game would have been if, if Hilton was actually healthy. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You got any wide receivers, Dan? This guy kept falling to me in drafts, and I, I just could not, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Julio Jones wasn't going in the first round. And I mean, I get it. I get that, you know, he's getting a little bit older and that they had just drafted Calvin Ridley, but I had Julio everywhere. And yeah. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I got him in the second round a lot, and he just it fell. It was crazy. Yeah, I in that league where you do um, you do um, auction for the first five rounds, and if you don't if you don't bid at all in the first uh, in in every round, you just pick whoever you want for the minimum. Everybody went before me. I just missed out on Melvin Gordon because the guy went way too more expensive than I was willing to pay for. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, who do you want?" And I look, and Julio Jones is just there for was, free. Yeah, not for free, but oh, but basically the minimum. Like it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. He was the number one wide receiver, right? I think so. Mm. He might have been two. Yeah. But still, he was one or he, two. He was there? He started scoring the touchdowns. Even before he was scoring the touchdowns. Oh. Now, granted, in PPR. If you didn't have him in PPR, it was rough treading. Yeah, with, yeah, with that's Julio true. Jones. That's very true. But in PPR, he was the man. Yeah. Yeah. The The other hit that I'm looking at here, just remembering, is Devontae Adams was huge oh, yeah. this season. I always wondered why everyone he wasn't higher because it's like Jordy was gone and everybody when Jordy was younger like he was often the wide receiver one that was getting mm -hmm. drafted. Yeah, I'm like, why is nobody paying attention to this? Not not paying attention, but drafting some, him, picking yeah, him up, higher, yeah, higher, yeah, yeah. All right, tight ends. This is tough because outside of Kelsey and uh, at least in the beginning of the season, outside of Kelsey and uh, Ertz. There wasn't a whole lot of consistency. Mm -mm. No. But the one player that I said eventually once he got on the field would be good was Vance McDonald. Yeah. And he wasn't 100% consistent, but in, in, a, in a position where there was just like nothing great, he really, he kind of, I think oh, based yeah. on where you got him, which was free, yeah, he, he paid off. Mm-hmm. And he had probably the greatest stiff arm in all of history Good, sports. Just murder, just <laughs> stole someone's soul. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was awesome. That, that was like, awesome. Didn't retire, but he was out after that. Like, yeah, he, just yeah. from embarrassment. Yeah, he had to. My hit, as stupid as it is, and if you had, if you drafted him, you really needed somebody else. But a lot of weeks, you could have plugged Austin Hooper in there. And dude, you were <laughs> right, man. Yeah, yeah. And he that went was off. one of your best calls. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was crazy. Uh, a big hit for me, huge hit at tight end, was George Kittle. Yeah. Huge Gosh. hit. And and it was a gamble because I think I remember in the middle of the season going, I just like his name. Because <laughs> yeah. we kept talking about Skittles Kittle, remember? Yeah. And, and I, he was huge at the end of the season. I mean, he was 
probably the best tight end. You can make an argument heading into next season. He might be the number one. Yeah, tight end. Number, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With whoever is QB, he's he's QB proof, matchup proof. Yeah. Team proof. Yeah. And now with Garoppolo, boy, he's a big target. Yeah. All right, misses. Hey, so I have this. I have this defense one because after that trade happened, I waited till. I mean, you're always waiting for defense, but I had just one target. I had the Bears, man. I was targeting the Bears everywhere Dude, after that trade. Yeah, of course, that yeah. was the one. That was the I only mean, defense that was consistent. Yeah, the only one. But they almost went. every week was double digit points from the Bears. Yes. Yeah. And I hope you all learned your lesson. Why did you get the Jaguars in the first round? Literally anybody. Not the first round, but like maybe what? Fifth? Yeah. Sixth? I didn't do any of the things for defenses, but I will say my oh, big miss sorry. was the Chargers. I was all Ooh, yeah. over the Chargers with yeah. their mm-hmm. cornerback situation, their linebackers. And, and I remember you saying that. It screwed me big yeah. time reaching for them. So I'll yeah. never do it again. My regret was waiting for the Falcons, thinking they'd be the same defense from last year. Ugh. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Defense is rough. You you were all you wanted yeah. was positive points. Yeah. If you didn't have the Bears. What's tough this year? All right, misses. All right. QBs. I'm trying to think what color I put my misses in. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'll start then. Okay. Uh two of mine. I just had two high expectations. One of them kind of did all right at the end. Uh Mariota and Dak. Yeah, oh, Dak yeah. is a big miss. I was really big on Dak. You he looked better at Dak. the end of the season once he got Cooper. Yeah. But you were already off of him by that time. Right. You may be filled in for a couple of weeks, but uh, I, you're right. We, we had that conversation about who are we more optimistic with, with the Cowboys or the Seahawks. But I think for the Cowboys, I, I do think they have something there with him. Hopefully, Kellen Moore is able to develop him better than the last, than Scott Linehan was. All right. My misses are in green. I got it. <laughs> I missed Andrew Luck bad. I, I just, I was way too scared of him coming back. I didn't have him anywhere. And you had to be patient with him, though, because I did draft him with yeah. hope that he would do all right, but it took a while for you, for it to like work out. It took like five, six weeks, yeah. right, for yeah, him yeah, to yeah, finally yeah. get to where he was at. Andrew Luck was awesome at the end of the season. And honestly, I missed Mahomes. I didn't have him anywhere. He was grabbed before me. And it's because I, I, didn't, I really didn't prioritize him at all. I just I missed him. Yeah. I regret that. Bad. Wait, so this is misses? Misses. This like, is not regrets. Not regrets. Okay, misses. okay. So I'm, I'm yeah, These I missed are, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I think you're confusing misses and regrets. Misses are like a player that you thought was going to do good, but didn't. Didn't. Oh, yeah. So, the, oh, sorry. Those were my regrets. Well, you know. Player I thought was going to do good, but didn't. Well, while you're looking for it, Go ahead. I, I agree with you. Dak Prescott was, I was high on Dak Prescott and. Ooh, are we wrong about Dak yeah. this season? I mean, yeah, at the end, sure. But what, it wasn't until, what, week 10? Week it was, 9? It was, it was week 9 right yeah. after the, the Cooper yeah. trade. Because before week 9, it was just awful, god-awful. Yeah. And now, moving forward, real conversations about uh, the Dallas Cowboys maybe even possibly regretting making Dak Prescott their starter as early as they did. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, they didn't have any other options once no. Tony went down. It was him or yeah. Kellen Moore. Yeah. And that clearly outperformed yeah, him. Yeah. I think their regret was not putting him in once Rowan was healthy. Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. And, and not saying, okay, Tony, take over. Yeah. You know? Okay. Now you got it. Two stone cold misses because I was high on these dudes. I was crazy about Kirk Cousins. You guys remember this? Oh, yeah. Kirk Cousins I do. was my man. And wow. I don't know what happens next year. 
but they've just got to go up, right? Because that was bad. They that was have brutal. to go no, up. They have now. So John DiFilippo got fired midseason, and they brought in what's the name Stefanski, something Stefanski. Yeah, um, Kevin Stefanski. And so hopefully they'll get a whole off season to work with him on a new offense. I mean, he still has some great weapons. I don't know if Kyle, uh, Kevin, oh, it's the Kyle. Yeah, Kyle Rudolph will be on the team anymore. Whoa. I think he is. He might be a cap casualty. And I know towards the end of the season, there was another, I'm forgetting his name, but there was another really athletic tight end that they were giving a little bit more playing time to. But they, they've got to be in a rough spot in terms of like, hey, we thought this guy was something else. Just watching him argue with Adam Thielen on the sidelines made me so frustrated. Like, because Adam Thielen for a long time was was the number one wide receiver. Oh yeah, and because of Cousins, just, just fell off. Yeah, um, big miss was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I mean, oh massive. yeah, that's yeah. right. You were all I, about. Oh, I'm still crazy about him, but wow, I could not have been more wrong. So tough. there's a big miss here that I forgot, and now I'm remembering. Big giant miss for me <laughs> was um, Matty Stafford. Oh yeah. Oh, Ooh, buddy, he had a rough season. Had, I don't think it's I, getting any better. No. I don't. I don't think we'll do it today because we've already been going for a while. But looking at their their OC, who they got to replace uh, Billy Bob, mm-hmm. um, or no, not Ben's Jim Bob. <laughs> God, star. <laughs> It's, Whatever you got it. It's eight thirty. We knew what you were talking about. You got it. Yeah. Um, is Daryl Bevel, and he's a guy that was with Seattle before and just ran the hell out of the ball. So it's great for Carryon Johnson, not great for Galladay or Stafford or Stafford. Yeah, Stafford had a rough season at the beginning of the season. How excited were we about the Lions? Oh, I remember. You know, just and and I guess it would. I don't know if this you would call this a miss. Just talk, just things that we talked about early in the season, but we did. I think we did miss uh, on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Do you think? Would you call that a miss? I'd say potentially, but I think a lot. I, I don't think any of us were like. No, I think we all were pretty excited. Yeah, about we Aaron Rodgers. Were, yeah, and he did not. He did not well. perform. And no, a lot big of it, it is, was because he got hurt at the beginning, yeah. the first game of the and season. And then the second yeah. half of the season, he's like, "Let's get this guy fired." Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's All move right. a little faster here. Uh, running backs. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I I took the two big dudes on the team, and I thought that they were just going to be the the bell cows, so to speak. Um, Jordan Howard and Royce Freeman. I I got Royce Freeman here too. Oh, that was brutal. I took him in like the third round in oh, one draft. Oh yeah, he was, sometimes he was my RB one because I went wide receiver, tight end, RB one. Yeah. yeah. I just thought Royce Freeman was going to be the man. I thought Jordan Howard was going to be the man under Matt Nagy. I just, I don't know. It was, that that's what killed me this year was my running back situation. Yeah. The running back sitch. The other one for me was Jamal Williams. I thought he, with, with Aaron Jones gone, I just thought this guy's going to take over. I was even worried that Aaron Jones wouldn't even get a shot. And he looked rough. You guys want to hear my biggest disappointment at running back? Yeah. And then the one time I said, bench him. What did he do? Who am I talking about? Derrick Henry. God. Oh. He's on my regrets because I I'm, I'm, I took regrets as like, one, whether you're drafting in the middle of the season or if there's an opportunity to pick a player up when he's had a big game and you don't. Yeah. And he was my regret there. Like, clearly there was a shift in mentality on that team. Stupid and I didn't Derek take advantage Henry. of it. 
I won oh. my first ever best ball league. I forgot about that. Oh, nice. I too. won the best ball because of Derrick Henry. That's right. I won two things this year. Nice. <laughs> I like the way you say it so earnestly. Like, I want two things this year. Yeah, look, I want guys start it. Finally. Good for you, buddy. Right. Congratulations. That's all right. Thanks. Yeah. I broke even. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anyone else? Yeah. Uh, Set of wide receivers. Uh, so I had Diggs on here first, but like I said, I kind of count them both as a miss and a hit because he was a hit for half of the season. But my biggest miss on this thing, I think I reached up, got him in the fourth or fifth because I thought he was going to be the number one guy is Chris Hogan. <sighs> I remember dragging that corpse for four weeks before I dropped him. <laughs> oh. What a letdown, man. Like, oh. when I think of, like, things that just disgusted me about this season was how high, like, comparatively, how high I was on Chris Hogan and how poorly he performed. Yeah, because in some leagues, I went RB, RB, and then Chris Hogan. Or RB, RB, tight ends. Chris Hogan. Oh, Dude, it was bad. Dude, I have one worse because then I would wait even longer for a wide receiver because I thought I had Nelson Aguilar. So there were teams where I had Chris Hogan and Nelson Aguilar. Buddy, no wonder. What's wrong with you? It was bad, man. (laughs) I was high on him. Yeah, well, you were high, all right. (laughs) (laughs) So so for me, I was high on this guy, and I don't know if I want to call him a miss. He was kind of a half and half. But Jarvis Landry. Oh yeah, he only had a few good games. He had a few good games, and he was he was slated to have some. Well, and you know, the situation in Cleveland at the beginning of the season was just rough and weird. But not just that. But we, I think, we're all hyped up with how well he was performing during Hard Knocks. That we just thought he was going to be a more focal point for that offense, Mm -hmm. and they weren't. He wasn't like no. What's his name? Um, And and Baker Mayfield was throwing the ball all over the place. I mean, they were able to make what's his name Uh, Rashad Perryman something. (laughs) Yeah. So, and, and the other miss I'm going to say is Josh Gordon. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, so does does he get a ring or is he not on the team? Yes, he gets a ring. They already came out and said it. Aww, it's the only thing that made me man. real happy about Good it. For yeah. Good for him. All right. You yeah. know who else gets a stupid ass ring? Jeremy Hill. No way. And I'm real upset because I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Get your ring, and then he gets on Instagram on his stories and types out, "Imagine being a Bengals fan," and the next story. Is him laughing to the point that drool is coming out of his mouth. Oh, dude. I love it. That's what I was talking about the other day. Remember I was talking about the Patriots had another RB? It was Jeremy Hill. Stupid. I'm Sorry, so, buddy. I'm so happy. I never root against a player like that. Like I'm like, hey, if you need to leave, like Rex Burkhead, go get your money. Go get a ring. That's cool. It was completely unnecessary. I have to like, watch this video. Not just that. Like You didn't do anything. You, you just got sat hurt there. and sat the whole yeah. season. You just sat there. And with Sony Michelle doing well, like, you won't be on this team next year. No. You might not be in the league next year. Ex- oh, it's so frustrating, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I saw Joe Goodberry post a video. He posted a video of the 2015 playoff game yeah. where – Perfect intercepted the ball. All they had to do is run out the clock. And what does Jeremy Hill do? Fumble the ball and lose the game. Oh my God. And fun he, for you? And, and he goes, uh, oh, I didn't mean to put this out there. No, I'm not upset at a current uh, former Bengals player. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I saw someone mention Jeremy Hill. And I go to his Instagram. I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'm right. for Josh Gordon. All right. Uh, misses on tight ends. Uh, uh, 
There's a, there's only one. Gronkowski for me. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, there's two then. <laughs> I got three. Gronkowski. I love Jimmy Graham coming into the season. I thought this is it. This, this is a, yeah. the tight end yeah. mm-hmm. that Rogers has been waiting for. And, nothing. and the last one, and I'm glad I missed on him at least in a couple leagues, but one league I had him in there was Njoku. I thought this yeah. dude was prime for like a breakout. Yeah. T- Travis Kelsey-like season. All those guys did not pan out. Who's yours? Out of like eight leagues, I had about six Trey Burdens. Oof. In some leagues, I had Jack Doyle and Trey Burden. I had Jack Doyle in a couple. That was that was awful, awful picking by me. Yeah, I, I'm with you with with Gronkowski. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, it was slim pickings at tight end anyway. Yeah. Um, and I I got lucky with George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, but and and uh, I I think I picked up Vance McDonald there in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm. Mm. I, I really didn't have any misses besides Gronk. Yeah. As far as thinking like yeah. he was going to do something and then didn't, especially in daily, there'd be a couple of times where we're like, start Gronk. Yeah. And then nugget. Yeah. Zero. I, I don't even know about Earth's next year being so high because of Dallas Goddard. You know, it's, it's, that's kind of scary. They're in a position because I don't know how much cap space or whatever they're at, but if they wanted to, they could probably get a first rounder for Earth if they really wanted to because Goddard looked real good. He looks awesome. He looks stronger than Ertz. And faster and more athletic. That, that's weird <laughs> to say, huh? scary. Yeah, it's weird. You All know right. what was kind of a... I'm sorry. Before I, before I go on, there was one... <laughs> I'm going to remind you of this one. Art, uh, the one time that I <laughs> that I saw, that I started Kyle Rudolph <laughs> daily and I beat you guys. Stupid. We had three man. touchdowns. Oh, my God. That was stupid. That was a reach for sure. Sorry, guys. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, regrets. At QB, like I said, the only thing is that I wasn't, I didn't keep my faith in Mahomes. I only had him in one league. I had him in a few best ball leagues, but in terms of the three redraft leagues that I had, only one of them did I actually get him. Yeah, Mahomes' biggest regret. I would have won, I think, about two more championships if he was my QB. Yeah, I don't have any regrets about. <laughs> oh yeah, you had him. But I had I had Patrick Mahomes. But you know what? A, a regret is I should have because I I think I went. Drew Brees, then I waited and I got Patrick Mahomes. But what I was thinking when when I got Drew Brees, I thought, screw it, Baker Mayfield. And I and I skipped because I remember I picked Jarvis mm-hmm. and then Josh came around and I almost picked Josh Gordon. And I was like, you know what, Baker Mayfield, let's let's stock it. So I would say Baker is 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 a regret hmm. not going out there and getting him. Yeah. He should have won rookie of the year as far as I'm concerned. I Baker, know why he oh, didn't. Yeah. I don't know why he didn't, but yeah. uh, regrets for me at running back. I have three of them. In terms of uh, free agency, middle of the season, like I said, Derrick Henry. The two in terms of drafting, one is Adrian Peterson. I was kind of high on him, but oh, definitely not high enough. Big time. But the one I just totally regretted and just slept on was Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say the same gosh darn thing. I mm-hmm. just had no idea that I thought Gio would play more of a role, and it was just a Joe Mixon show. And he played really well. I think if they if they shore up the offensive line, regardless of how they do it, whether it's through the draft or whether through it's free agency, he is someone that I'm really looking at for next year. Oh yeah, big time. I I really uh, so one of them was he was super high on my I guess my draft board, but I just, I never really had Chris Carson in any league. Oh yeah, and I, I really regretted that. I think I got kind of scared because of Rashad Penny, but. 
towards the middle of the season, I just thought to myself, gosh darn it, why didn't I stick to Chris Carson? And um, I would really regret not stashing Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb. Uh, I think Sonny Michelle could have just won leagues. And dude, I mean, it goes with my Royce Freeman thing, but Philip Lindsay. I mm-hmm. missed that train by mm-hmm. miles. Oh, yeah, for sure. Philip Lindsay is my greatest uh, regret of the whole season. Uh, there was no way to know. After that first week, yeah. some dudes just jumped on him, and I yeah. I, I missed it. The The big miss for me that I had, he was on the board, and I thought about picking him up was Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> it, big regret. Because had I had Patrick Mahomes and Christian McCaffrey, I guess I would have won that league. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. All right. Wide receivers. Um, there's a few. Yeah. Now, granted, it was it was there was a few of these. So one, both of these guys are for each half of a season. So Thielen mm-hmm. and Cooper, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Thielen for the first half, Cooper for the second. Right. Tyler Boyd. The fact that I didn't jump on him on him sooner, like once he had that big huge game. Uh, Cooper Cup. And the one guy that just from the get-go, I just thought there's no way they have too good of an established wide receiver one was Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, he's, he was mine too. I, I could not believe that most people got them at, got him as like their wide receiver two, and they essentially had two, depending on who they drafted ahead of him, two wide receiver ones. You could argue that Juju should go ahead of Antonio next year. Next year. Well, he's going to, and especially if he gets traded. Where, where Brown yeah. goes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the Juju show over there. He is Although, amazing. I don't know. I don't know. You saw that one game where Brown wasn't there, and he didn't play very well. Yeah. Because they try to use him as, like, a wide receiver one, and he's better very at the true. slot. But they're very good at drafting wide receivers, so we'll see. But those are mine. I, I was way too afraid of Will Fuller's injury, and I, I missed on him. Bad. Yeah. I missed Will Fuller, yeah, and I, I missed... Robbie Anderson, the two field stretchers. I just, I missed on him, man. And I should have stashed them on the bench somewhere. Uh, big miss for me at wide receiver. I was looking at his name. Where is he? Disappeared on me. Well, I agree with you about first half of the season, Adam Thielen, second yeah. half of the season, Amari Cooper. Uh, Amari Cooper. That was the big regret for me. Um, but uh, one that was on the board that I could have picked up and didn't. Um. Oh man, what's his name? Darn it, I had it here. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last one. Tight ends. There's two for me. Easy one in terms of drafting was Kittle. Yeah. Um, and in terms of picking one up is Ebron. Oh, holy hell! Yeah, it wasn't consistent, but when it was on, it was on. Yeah. Those Especially my- at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I highlighted the two bums. The two dudes are like, no, they'll never do anything because yeah. they've never done anything. Yeah. It was Jared Cook and Eric, Eric Ebron. Yeah. Could you imagine if you had both of those throughout the season? Yeah. But oh, no, yeah, Jared Cook. You're right. It's the other one. Oh, dude. Uh, Jared Cook, I just didn't. I thought there was no way. And and it's because he had burned me so much yeah. in the past three years. Yeah. Oh. I'm right there with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my last question for you, and I didn't prep you guys for this. Out of all the players that you had rostered on all of your teams, if you had to pick one player that was probably one of your favorites, who would it be? Ooh, For me, on my teams, Patrick Mahomes. That makes sense. So I won't copy you because that's probably my answer, too. Yeah. 
but I'll say Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He was so much fun to watch. Like, not just to have, I mean, obviously it was fantastic on my team. It was almost like having a wide receiver two and a RB one in one role. Yeah. But just when I had a chance to watch him, it was just incredible to see how much they were using. Because we, we talked about the fact that they were like, yeah, we want to give him the ball 25 times a game. And I was like, there's no way you could do that. That's exactly what they did. Yeah. And they rode that train all the way to the bank. Yeah. I'm trying to find somebody else in place of my my answer because I, well, I told you kind of off air, I wasn't too crazy about talking about him. That's okay. I don't know who else to pick. All right. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, it was... Up until he got suspended, that's it was right. Kareem Hunt. It was Kareem Hunt because just watching him on the field, he was turning into. He's a very dynamic player. Oh my god! Everly, and we will we'll take all the other part of it out of out of this conversation. Right. Um, he will end up on the team next year. Like there's no it doubt. Looks like it. He will yeah. absolutely end up on the team next year. Yeah. That's tough. That's a whole yeah, different. It's, area. it's a whole different yeah, thing. But he, he is a. He, we saw it his, his rookie year. I mean, he's a, he's a really phenomenal player. Yeah, I would, I would, I would just love to watch the Chiefs, all of them, yeah. especially Kareem Hunt. But I'm really curious because there, there are a few draft gurus that are saying that, uh, that based on where they're at in the draft, that they're in a good spot where they could grab an RB to complement the rest of their team. Because then you pair up Mahomes, Hill, and then this rookie running back. Yeah. Your offense is set for the next, what, five years? Jeez. More with, with Mahomes. And Kelsey's like what, 26? 27? I think he's 27. He's, he, he's he doesn't play like Gronk. No. He's pretty safe. He's he's got a few he's got a few more years with him. Yeah. I, I, I would go on record to say the Chiefs win the AFC next year. If they you want if, to do a, a way too early prediction on the Super Bowl? Way too early prediction on the Super Bowl, but I think the Chiefs make So you think Chiefs and who? If if the Saints can keep it all together, the Saints. Oh, this is tough. I know. Chiefs, though, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Who did they play, though? I think I, I can see if Big Ben is healthy and uh, James Conner's back. Oh, we didn't talk about James Conner because, yeah. gosh Ooh. darn, I miss on him yeah, in, in way yeah, too many too. leagues. Yeah. But if James Conner's back, healthy, Juju, even if Tony's Brown's back, I can see the Steelers getting in there. You have to make a prediction, not a bunch of guesses, Daniel. All right, Steelers. Steelers. Against? Against? They're on the same They're conference. They're on the same conference. Are you serious? I slap Guys, you. I don't know the conferences. Come on now. Seahawks. All the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Panthers. I, I was crazy high on them. I think if they redo some stuff. I was high on them last year, too. I think if they could get it right and Cam Newton's healthy. I can see Panthers going far. All right. Yeah. They're young. That kid missed on him. What are you that wide about? receiver? Oh, Chris Samuel? Yeah. No, no, the other one. Uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. What do you think? If I'm going based off like recency bias, it's definitely the Chiefs and like the Saints. But like if I'm thinking wild prediction, I could see based on how people perform this year and potentially what's going on next year, Colts and the Bears. Ooh. That's a good call. That would be fun, please. Right? Mm-hmm. So we segueing into the next segment where we're ending with our team? Did, does anyone? Okay, so do we? So do how we do have, we want to do this? Yeah. Do we have any nominations? We should do nominations. Nominations for your team for next okay. year. All right. 
So I think we had you and I had talked about earlier that we were for a while we we're both on the Jets, but now when I saw Adam Gase got hired, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So in terms of so I, when I'm thinking of a team, I don't want someone that's like a no brainer. Like no, no, no right. we're, we're I'm not going to pick the Colts because it's like they, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to pick the Packers. No, no, no. Right. So there's a couple. One, and it's mostly because I like the coaching staff. So we're we just doing two, or how, are we, how many are we doing? Uh, two and each, no. and then yeah, we narrow down. Okay, okay, yeah. Most of the Buccaneers. Okay. You all go and do your one because I need to get the second one. <laughs> well, shoot. Well, that was going to – so do I say the same one? If that, or okay. should I say a different one? That's okay. You can say the same one. You can one. say the same one. Oh, as soon as Bruce Arians was hired. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Bucks for me too, for sure. There's another one. I, I, they're, they're the same. So not, not one is I, – I have higher feelings more than the other. But I love the Bucks. Okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to say for my first team – the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I like that call. Yeah, that's that's nice. a very yeah, nice call. That is nice. Okay. I do like that. Wait, right. should I go? Because I don't want you to say my team go next. Right, no, you go, you go first this time. Dude, I want the Ravens bad. Real, real bad. I, I just, I'm excited for what they do in the offseason. See Lamar Jackson come back. Finally throw it to somebody, maybe. <laughs> they have like it'd be real nice. Yeah, it's yeah. real like nice. That. They have like five tight ends and six running backs, and I just think they got the defense. I would love to see the Ravens make it real, real far next year. Okay. Okay. I'm still thinking. You're still you thinking. Um. Yeah. Who was I thinking? See, I I'm I'm kind of torn between two teams. I'm torn between Seattle. Hi. And I'm torn between uh, Arizona. They're, 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 I'm sorry, I was way far away from the mic. They are a real, what is the word I'm thinking of? I was going to say a lost horse. That's definitely not a saying. A lost horse. I like it. What horses else? get, horses might, get lost? Yeah, we might keep that. Just you'll know when I think of the actual phrase, we'll use it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to hold on to Lost Horse and see if it sticks. But basically, <laughs> a team that could basically go in any direction. Like, yeah, they have a they have their rookie quarterback in place, so I don't think he's bad. I could easily see him having like a, a Jared Goff, Mitchell Trubisky type turnaround next year with a good Q, mm-hmm. QB coach. Yeah, they have David Johnson. They got Fitz back. Right. They got Christian Kirk, who played really well at the end of last season. Uh-huh. They got some players on defense. It's all about how everything else pans out. And 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 it all is about what they draft and where they draft. Yeah, I yeah. agree. But I think if I had to pick the between the two, I'm going to say the Seahawks. Okay. So my two teams are the 49ers at all eight NFC West teams. Yeah. The 49ers yeah. and the Seahawks. That's tough. All right. So I have the Buccaneers. So let me uh, hold on. Yeah, we should the, somebody the, should write these down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, forty niners. I have one in mind. Uh, did I say car? I, I said Cardinals, right? Seahawks. No Seahawks. Forty niners, Seahawks. Seahawks. I said uh, Ravens and Bucks. Ravens, Bucks. Art said Bucks and. So I have two that I'm thinking of here. One of them, oddly enough, I, I, I kept going back to is the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it just because I'm a homer. God. But the other team I was thinking of was the Bengals. But out of all the teams I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm really high on the Buccaneers, like being our team. I think they're a fun team to punch you. So I will, I'll take my homerism out. 
I'm going to take the Cowboys out. Let me just keep searching the league. I'm just looking at my sheet here of like potential teams. Because I don't want to. Because the other thing too is like there's teams that are like I'd like to choose the Chargers, but they just they're coming off a playoff. Yeah, you know, a one playoff win and a playoff loss. So I don't want some team that's super easy. Yeah. In terms of coaching staff, I really wanted to say the Dolphins, but they I just don't know what they're doing at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really after the what I saw this season from the Patriots defense, I am really excited about Brian Flores. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes. If they had if. I'll tell you this. If the Jets had hired Brian Flores, I'd be like pounding the table for the Jets. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't trust Adam Gase. You know, the Dolphins are guaranteed two wins against the Patriots next year, sure. at least. Yeah. With that. So, team. Oh, so I'll put that. You know, I'm going to put the Dolphins and the Buccaneers. Dolphins oh, that's weird. Okay. Hey, and the Bucks defense was hurt this year. They, they get do. those guys back? They got some free agents, though. Oh, okay, sure. let's, let's, uh, let's eliminate some teams. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about 49ers. What do you guys think? I think it's a safe call. Yeah, I think it's a safe call, too. Because they played pretty well with their third-string quarterback. Yeah. So then they get... They get Jimmy G back, and, and they're a playoff and team. McKinnon. Yeah, and they're yeah. a playoff team. So let's take them off the list. Okay. Okay. So are we going, like, out of... Like, my Ravens, they're too high? The, the Ravens went too high for this? Because if you're, because you're right, because if the Ravens are worth a spot, so are the Chargers. I see what you mean. Okay, but, okay, but right. uh, but I really got excited when you said the Ravens. Oh, I, okay. So I got I got another one then. Okay, but I know that because they kind of made the playoffs two years ago. So the, the Titans, man. I was almost going to say the Titans. Is that weird? All right, so like check that. out the Ravens putting the Titans. Yeah, yeah, because okay. they've got the defense. Mariota just needs to get healthy. So we're taking the, the we're the taking the Niners out. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the next team, uh, Seahawks. I'm really excited about the Seahawks. I still don't know what they're doing at running back. I know they love Chris Carson, but they invested so much in Rashad Penny, and he did not turn out like a like a Sony Michelle situation. Yeah, but gosh darn, when they give him the ball, he's he, fast. Oh my goodness, it's ridiculous. Is it too easy a call though? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should make a rule: none of our teams can be selected. None of our team. None of our. our yeah, because they all went to the playoffs. Yeah, Cowboys, oh, Bengals, yeah. Seahawks. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. All right. All right. I, mean, all right. I do. I do like the. Bengals I hereby. Call, right? I hereby propose the rule that none of our teams is selected okay. uh, for the year. All do right. I have a second? Yeah, second. Aye. All right. The eyes have it. Okay. So the Seahawks are out. So what we have left are the Titans, the Bucks, and the Dolphins. Oofa. So now, see here. What here's what I want to do. <laughs> That's a combined eight wins next <laughs> season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's here's what I want to do. I'm going to take out the Dolphins because I just don't feel good about the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm not ready for. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. It's a year too early. Yeah. I'm not ready for that jelly. They get How, Tua next year after the draft. It's a uh, different story. Especially because you see, like their defensive coordinator from last year, what he did. Uh, Oof. All right. So the two of you have the Bucks. And Art said the Titans. No, Dan said the Titans. Oh, Dan said the Titans. Yeah, I almost so said the Titans. You two, you have a bu- uh, the Bucks. You have the Bucks. You have the Titans. I don't have a dog in this in this race because yeah. my teams have been eliminated. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the Titans. What do you guys think? Taiwan Corey Davis. What, what's that? Janu or Ferkser or Janu Smith? That's a young team. It doesn't feel good. I, huh? It's rough. I, I just I'm so worried about Mariota, and when he's out, they have nothing. Yeah, it's very yeah, true. That's very true. We gotta get Tyrod Taylor in there, man. So they gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, something. What we can do is table it. We've now narrowed it down to the Buccaneers or the Titans. Yeah. What we can do then 
is wait until after free agency or the draft. When did we pick uh, the? But we picked we, the we Browns picked real early. early. But this is great. You know the Bucks are going to be crazy exciting next year. I just I think that's we chose the Browns because we thought they were going to be exciting and they were. I can't see them not. Bruce Arians for me. It, it it does two things to me. It makes me nervous on one hand because I feel like, okay, yes, coaching record, but he's been out of the league for a year, and, and that makes a difference, I think. It concerns me that the there's some uh, uh, um, bias on the big name, I guess. Oh, I see. Okay. You know, because I, I don't trust Jameis Winston enough. I, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll go one further. I trust Marcus Mariota more than Jameis Winston. That's wild. Yeah, it is. If you go back and just see how who was on the field longer. Yeah. But for some reason, he gives me the heebies, the heebie-jeebies. This is tough. But, I, but I'll go. I will. If you guys feel that strongly about the Bucks, I'll go on in it with you. Because I, I do feel that coaching can make a difference on a heebie-jeebie type player. What's that? I, I'm trying to think, think of the movie where it's like, the character has to do this. Everything has to be the same for the character for it to work out. And if like if one thing goes wrong in his day, he starts to freak out. I'm I am totally blanking on this movie. I don't think it was a very good one. <laughs> but I feel like, like that's Jameis Winston. Like he wakes up and it, everything has to be exactly right. And if one little thing goes wrong, it's like his day is ruined yeah. and he has the worst game ever. Here's a question though that will determine whether or not I say, okay, let's go with the Bucks. Do we get Fitz, Fitz Magic back next I season? Have no idea. Maybe not. Uh, I think I think one of their running backs is just going to blow up. They're they're a potential landing spot for a couple. I think I think they're in the Kareem Hunt conversation. Mm-hmm. They're in the Le'Veon Bell conversation. See, so Le'Veon Bell lands Moly. there, dude. Call off. Fine, Jameis Winston can be my quarterback. I don't care because they're going to run the ball, and more running means more so more passing. What if we? Compromise and don't do the draft, but just see what happens in free agency. If they land a running back, it's it's all over. Yeah, because uh-huh. we know there might be some changes after free agency. Because mm-hmm. the other thing I'm I'm curious about where some of these QB land, because both the Bengals and the Dolphins came out and said we're gonna we're we're sticking by our quarterbacks potentially. Huh. Both of those teams could potentially change their minds. And see what happens with. I don't like, know why the Bengals are thinking not to change their mind. Well, Zach Taylor came out and said that I really appreciate Andy Dalton. He said all the things you say when you get hired by a team before you make any personnel decisions. Mm. Both of those teams are in positions where they could draft a quarterback. Yeah, or try to get like, because you know, Ryan Tannehill is a is an accident waiting to happen. One thing that I've heard is that there's a potential that the Bengals cut and or trade Andy Dalton, sign Ryan Tannehill, and draft a quarterback. Let Tannehill be their one year stopgap. And then start the rookie the next year. Or do what the Browns did with with And Tyrod. if Tannehill doesn't play yeah, well, you just start the, the kid. I'm okay waiting till after free agency. Yeah. If you want to pick one today, I'm probably leaning the Buccaneers. I want to see where one of the, those 49ers quarterbacks goes. They weren't bad. Nick Mullins, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm all for tabling. All right, so let's okay. wait. We're down to the Titans and the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers. I like that. Yeah. Me too. Right. Plus, this, yeah. out, this pod's like three hours long. That's yeah, about 150. <laughs> <laughs> well, so remember, there's like a 30 minute gap in there. So. I don't think it's 30 minutes. Like it, was, it, was like, it was like a 15 minute gap. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. All right. So, 
we want to thank you all for an awesome season. Yes. For all our, our, list, our, our listeners from last year and all our new listeners from this year, we have plans for this offseason. Uh, we, we're, we're definitely going to have a free agency recap where we'll also finalize the selection of our team for next season. Uh, I doubt we're going to do a live draft like we did last year because that got <laughs> off the rails real fast. Yeah, We'll probably do a recap on that one. Uh, but we also have some plans in place to do uh, some segments. Uh, we haven't finalized anything just yet, but we want to make sure we're putting out content for you guys throughout the offseason, keep things fun and interesting. We might not always singularly be talking about like fantasy football um, in terms of like which players we like or things like that, but we're hoping to get some guests on here, um, some pl- you know some other fantasy analysts and personalities, uh, maybe even get some players potentially back on the, the show, maybe get Melvin Bullet back on. Um, so we got a lot of stuff planned for the summer. Um, or for the spring and the summer before the new season arrives. Wow. Yeah. And Dan and I are going to go watch baseball. And Oh, you know, man. I'm so excited so, for baseball. Uh, me too. I can't wait. Dude, we got to get you into it this year. <laughs> I hope A-Rod plays all this year, man. God, you are <laughs> the... Okay. Any final thoughts, Dan, about the season? Thanks, guys. It, it was fun. It was long, and it was tough, and it, it, it's crazy to say that, like, all oh, doing this is work because it's we love it and it was fun but man it was some long hours some weeks it was a lot of work but we loved it we had our first dark uh, uh nerdy cast oh that was fun that was fun that was good we had a lot of fun that time when art was sick dying with the flu yeah just looking back it was pretty funny when you were sick that one time and yeah. we tried to record out by the fire and then and then it rained, rained on, on you guys God, it was wild. <laughs> uh next year we'll promise we we, we have a we'll have a better schedule altogether. <laughs> yeah, Hopefully. definitely. Potentially. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try to not drink as much next time. Please <laughs> don't drink as much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, just some final thoughts. I really am very happy with how we're progressing uh, and and how, as a, as a team, uh, we give our listeners the best possible outcome that they can, excuse me, that they can get both in in uh, regular redraft leagues and, and uh, daily fantasy. Well, yeah. the best information, probably not the necessarily best outcome, but we try to yeah. give you yeah. whatever we use for our own decision-making, we're trying to give that to you all. Right. Uh, we might be cha- not necessarily changing, but we're going to be prioritizing a few different things heading into next season, change things up, maybe streamline things a little bit. Um, but Fernie's right, we are absolutely always trying to make sure, despite what other things we have going on, that we're putting on a good show for you guys, and we hope that you all appreciate that. If you do, we ask that you continue to subscribe to us. If you haven't subscribed, share on your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram. Really Go helps out a lot. To and like review your, us. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a huge help. Yeah, if you yeah. went and he gave us a few stars, give us one star. I don't care. Yeah. You know what you should do is you should go to like your school library. There we go. Sign into all the computers. Now we're talking. And then different accounts. Yeah. Make up what? Make yeah. up names. Like you know what you can do is subscribe, unsubscribe, and then subscribe, subscribe again. again. That like gives that. us two subscriptions right there. Yeah. Yeah. Or leave a positive negative re- review like my cousins do, and just say like, "Hey, I listen to Dan, and I do the exact opposite of what he says, and I'm pretty successful." Yeah. Yeah, that helps. Yeah, there you go. Anything else? Yeah, you anything have, else? You have students. You should force them to subscribe to us, and then up. no, never mind. You'll get nah, some nah, trouble. Nah, we'll nah, get nah, in nah, trouble. Nah. Anyway, plus it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, <laughs> www.crowdandtowncreative.com. We have all of your uh, creative needs. Uh, we do photo, video. We do um, uh, audio production. We do social media. We do a little bit of everything. We have our hand in podcasting, and uh, like we said at the break. Uh, uh, Dan produced this song for for these kids 
uh, doing their movie podcast. So we're, we're open and we're always available. So drop us a line. Uh, and as always, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I'm at the Twitter handle FernDog, F-E-R-N-D-A-W-G-L-I-F. I am at Art Aguirre, L-I-F. That's A-R-T-A-G-U-I-R-R-E-L-I-F. And I'm at Dan Coqueso, D-A-N-Q-U-E-S-O. No, 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 no. D-O-D-A-N-C-O-N-Q-U-E-S-O. There we go. I need to cut out the cone. And if you want, like I said, I know some of these guys don't want to share their, potentially don't want to share their Instagram, but you can hit me up at Just Say Awesome. No spaces or underscores just all together. Just Say Awesome. I'm Firm Dog, 9-6. Really so you guys could try to friend me, just request it, and then because yeah, he's private, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll fill it out, see if I can you know, see accept if you look, or not. You if know. you look legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, guys, that's it. The 2018 NFL football season in the books. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.